calling all aspiring investment professionals. Get a leg up on the competition. Final registration for the August CFA exam ends on May 14th. Register now to secure your spot. The CFA designation is of gold standard in the investment world, opening doors to high-powered careers and impressive salaries. Head over to cfainstitute.org to register. Don't wait. Take control of your finance career today. Welcome to this edition of Take 15, Understanding Sustainable Investing. I'm Usman Hayat and joining me is the expert Nick Robbins, who's the co-editor of the book, Sustainable Investing, The Art of Long-Term Performance. Nick, my first question to you would be, how would you define sustainable investing? Sustainable investing is an approach to investing which uh, integrates long-term environmental, social and governance factors both into investment decision making and also into the deployment of your, your own ownership rights and responsibilities. Why would an investment professional want to learn about sustainable investing? There are a whole series of reasons. One is a, a market interest. This is a very fast growing area of the market. There are lots of demand, both from individual clients and also from institutional clients, such as pension funds. There's also a profound analytical issue. A lot of the problems around sustainable investing, what sustainable investing is trying to respond to, are market failures, where markets, financial markets, other markets, don't fully account for uh, environmental uh, problems and so on. So there's a, there's a market pool, there's an analytical uh, interest as well. And increasingly, there may well be a regulatory uh, dimension to that. How is sustainable investing different from ethical or socially responsible investing? I think that has been one of, one of the issues which perplexes many people. We have a bit of a semantic soup here. We have many phrases covering often the same area. Um, I think there is a, a profound difference in the sense that often ethical investing and socially responsible investing uh, comes from the values of, of the client, of the investor. It's about maybe the taste, the consumer taste. So people prefer a certain style of investing, certain types of, of assets. Sustainable investing takes a much more analytical approach and is really looking at how uh, these factors, environmental factors, social factors, long-term factors, are now impinging on the selection of, of assets. What kind of companies and industries can we expect to see in the portfolio of a sustainable fund? Well, one of the, uh, the things uh, is that actually there's not one style of, of, of sustainable investing. There are many styles, and I suppose there are two main approaches that people take in, in equity portfolios. Um, one would be an, a thematic approach. So you're looking for companies that are well positioned from a growth perspective to take advantage of sustainability opportunities. So these might be renewable energy companies. Um, but the other is actually a, a more best-in-class analytical approach where you're looking within existing sectors, maybe keeping a, your, your weightings on a sector-neutral basis, which companies are best positioned to respond to the challenges that, that lie ahead. So is sustainable investing only about listed equities or does this also include other asset classes? That, that's right. I mean, it started in, within the, the public uh, equity arena, but I think now it's, it's, it's being recognized as an issue uh, that is uh, uh, relevant for all asset classes. Um, so public equity, private equity, uh, uh, corporate debt, uh, but also property investing, uh, also alternative investing and, and hedge funds and so on. And I think what both individual and institutional clients are looking for is a whole portfolio approach. 
so how can you think about uh, sustainability factors across a whole portfolio, not just your uh, listed equity uh, component? Are sustainable investments necessarily longer term in nature? They, they seem to be. The, uh, the work that uh, my colleague uh, Kerry Krasinski did for our, our book uh, did suggest that uh, certainly the more successful sustainable investing funds did have a lower turnover in terms, of, in terms of stocks in their portfolios. So there seems to be an alignment between taking these uh, sustainability factors seriously and having a more longer term conviction uh, hold approach to your, to your portfolio. Is this about identifying risks or opportunities? It's, 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 it's about uh, both. Um, there's a lot of talk about uh, climate change at the moment, and that obviously does bring both uh, risks and opportunities, physical risks to, to portfolios from storms and, and so on, regulatory risks from increasing carbon pricing, opportunities in terms of solutions to climate change. But I think we need to look beyond uh, climate change to other issues, for example, safety and operational excellence in, in, in industrial sectors like oil and gas. These can have, if this goes wrong, profound implications for, for companies' earnings, for its capital expenditure, for maybe fines and regulatory intervention. Is there sufficient disclosure in financial statements to perform sustainability analysis? Not yet, I think. I think, I think, I think that, that perhaps is one of the, the next phases, is how do we ensure that uh, these factors, which are increasingly being recognized uh, as material for uh, the generation of earnings, how these become part of uh, normal uh, statements of accounts. Uh, and there's some work on, on that basis, and some analytical societies in Europe and elsewhere are trying to come together to identify what those key performance indicators are. But I think that's one of the next challenges, to make a lot of this disclosure normal, comparable, and consistent, so analysts can, do, can make informed choices for their clients. Are there benchmarks available for sustainable investing portfolios? So, certainly in the, the equities arena now, there is a diverse uh, array of, of indices taking really different approaches to, to the issue. Uh, so they, that might be for a particular uh, challenge like uh, climate change. It might be broad-based. Um, we have a growing number of, of regional indices. And I think one of the interesting things to, to, to emphasize is this is not just a European and North American phenomenon, that actually some of the more in, interesting and innovative areas is coming out of uh, Latin America and, and, and Asia now. Is there an industry-wide definition or a shared understanding of sustainable investing? Not as yet, and I, and I think uh, perhaps that is uh, one of the challenges. I mean, there is uh, increasing uh, focus on maybe some of the components that need to be included, and the phrase is ESG, environmental, social, and governance. But what is heartening to me is that you're seeing more uh, cases of companies, uh, asset management companies and, and so on, producing their statements of sustainable investing. So how they as a house look at these issues, how they therefore are going to integrate these factors into their investment strategies, into their corporate governance activities. And I think it's becoming the, the, the useful umbrella phrase which describes how companies are uh, adopting uh, and, and responding to these, these challenges. What has been the experience with the risks and returns in sustainable investing? Well, the analysis that we carried out for the book suggested that uh, sustainable investing portfolios tended to outperform. Uh, the analysis looked up until the end of the year 2007 uh, and looked on a one, three and five year uh, basis. So I think uh, what we've suggested is that if you do treat environmental and social governance factors as material, potentially material for, for returns, 
it, the suggestion is that you, you won't necessarily suffer loss, uh, and you might gain uh, some, some outperformance. But I think, for me, what that tells me, this is not a guaranteed uh, one-way bet, uh, and that really, uh, you really need to, if, you, if you're looking at sustainability issues, at the investment process, uh, at uh, the, the skill of the, the analyst and the, and the fund manager and so on, uh, which, is, which again is like all other fields of investment. So I think sustainable investing has earned its, earned its status now as a credible investment uh, approach. But like all investment approaches, there's no guarantee uh, of outperformance. What are some of the most significant challenges and opportunities facing sustainable investing? I think, I think the challenge uh, that faces many of us is still this issue of, of time horizon. Um, and the issue of, of, of short-termism, um, and how we uh, integrate factors which might only crystallize in, in asset prices and so on over a number of years in our day-to-day -day decisions now. And I think that remains not just an, uh, an issue on sustainability, but also an issue for the wider financial community. Maybe that seems, to, I think, is the biggest uh, challenge. The opportunity is that there is uh, growing consensus uh, around the world of the need to move towards a model of low carbon and growth. And I think there is a, a huge uh, potential for financial innovation to respond to that, to respond to the growth in environmental infrastructure that implies in terms of renewable energy, uh, mass transit, uh, water infrastructure, and so on. So I think that that is, a, is an area of growth uh, for, let's say, the asset management industry, but also is going to lead to the need for analysts to start thinking about how this shift uh, could impact on their, the way they do their business. And my final question is, what is your outlook on sustainable investing? My sense is that uh, the time of apprenticeship uh, is over, uh, that it's now a, a credible uh, investment uh, approach, um, and that really uh, a decade of transformation uh, lies ahead. Um, and we'll see much more innovation, much more uh, mainstreaming uh, as people recognize that this is a valid approach to investing and as the demand, uh, particularly I think from some of the long-term institutional investors, keeps on growing. This concludes our Take 15. Thank you, Nick, and thank you for watching. Copyright 2009 CFA Institute. No part may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, electronic, mechanical, recording, or otherwise, without the express prior written permission of CFA Institute. This program is designed to give accurate and authoritative information in regard to the subject matter covered. It is distributed with the understanding that CFA Institute is not engaged in rendering legal, accounting, tax, investment, or other expert advice. If legal advice or other expert assistance is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought.